Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. Do we have a rock star today? We got Junie Moon. If you see her, <laughs> right, oh, look at her. Yeah, she, she came ready to play. I've got to tell you, sister, I don't think I've ever introduced anybody that had a more diverse background in terms of what you could say about this, Peep. You're, you are a trained actress. You are certified acupuncturist. You are a best-selling author. You are a rock star love coach. I mean, there's there's like three or four different ways to describe how you go about doing your thing and you're magnificent at all of them. So you touch so many different audiences and they don't know it yet, but you are just a flat out fun, fun person. Who wouldn't want to work with the Mooninator? The Mooninator. Oh, that's a good one. I'm using it. <laughs> Fresh <laughs> off the press. Dude. Thank you. Thank you. I've had an amazing life and I have a lot more to go. Uh, but yeah, I've had an amazing life doing lots of different yummy things for sure. Absolutely. I have not found one interview or one post or had one conversation where I wasn't smiling. You're, you're fantastic. I, oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. I mean it sincerely. So you would say, I've, I've seen you say, or, you know, we have hidden influencers. We have hidden things that zap us in life, basically stealing happiness, stealing self-esteem, stealing all these things. Yet, you know, 85% of the world is unaware that they're unaware of these things. And it's hard to win this battle if we don't even know we're in the battle. What are some ways that you would suggest our audience, I call it uh, eating the fish and spitting out the bones. What are some mm. ways that we could do that? You said so many things just in that one question. <laughs> <laughs> I told Which you is- early, I'm going to try to make this all about me. Go for it. Go for it. I'll, and I'm going to follow your lead. Yeah. Mo- most of us are walking blindly through our life, not realizing that we're getting in our own way, limiting ourselves, playing small. And we just go through life and then we go, Hey, what happened to my life? You know, right. and that really sucks. And so one of the words you used was aware that you said people aren't aware, but that's exactly it. It's like, that's the first place, which right. is, something's not working for me. I'm not enjoying it. Like you and I, like, as soon as we started talking, we're like, (laughs) you know, beast, you know? Um, And we're just being us. We're just being us because you and I have worked our stuff. We've, we've become aware that there were hidden influencers between our ears in our unconscious mind. That's going, Ooh, you better not be like that. You better not show up like that. You, you know, if you do that, people aren't going to like you. And that's kind of how we've been trained in so many different ways. So if we want to have an amazing, extraordinary life, it really starts with going, what do we really, really want? And why don't we have it? And sometimes we don't know why we don't have it. We just know that I'm not in alignment. I'm not, I'm not feeling good about who I am right now. And something is blocking me first step because that's when the door is open. Yes. Oh, that's so good. So we have that inner critic. Sometimes we listen to ourselves too much and don't talk to ourselves enough. Yeah. Um, we yeah. got the inner critic. How do we convince that inner critic that it is possible we can heal, that we can transform? How do we convince ourselves of that? Well, from the body of work that I share with people called shadow work, we say we have to befriend that inner critic. Mm. We need to love that inner critic. And mm. people might be going, are you freaking crazy. <laughs> like, like I beat myself up so badly. Why would the enemy enemy? Sure. And 
what if we started to learn to dance with it and learn why it's there? Because at the end of the day, that inner critic is actually showing up for us for a reason. And that's that old brain, that old brain that we were born with going, be careful, don't get kicked out of the tribe, don't get eaten by the saber tooth, right. the lion, you know? Right. And so that inner critic is, is having us feel like something's wrong with us or we better be really careful. And that's where all that fear is, is really showing up in our life. And so if we start to really see, wait a second, that part inside of us, we call it the risk manager. If that part inside of us is really just trying to protect us, let's honor it. Let's honor it and then show it that it's actually hurting us. The very job it has, which is to keep us from risks, is actually causing us pain. And so when we can really zoom in and up, upgrade, up level, update that risk manager, that's when we can lower the volume of the inner critic because it's not working for us anymore. And then it shifts gears and the strategies change and life changes. Oh, I knew that I would love this. Junie Moon coming strong early. <laughs> you are you are the boss. I okay. think I need to speak to you every day because sometimes my inner critic's going, you know, Junie, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, are amazing. Good. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, for sure. My yeah. inner voice is saying I need some more of Moon in my diet. Yeah. I, You know, one of the things I love about you, many things to love about you, Aww. but I love that you're vulnerable and you see strength in vulnerability. I've yeah. heard you talk about how you didn't always have great self-esteem. You were a binge eater when things kind of started going south. You didn't, you haven't always had success with relationships. I mean, you had, you've had a lot of this stuff and you, you talked to your peeps about it. When was it for you that you started to get clarity? Was there a moment where you, you, I don't know if this, we haven't talked about this, but was there a specific moment when you said to yourself, this isn't work for me? Yeah, I've had a bunch specifically in relationships, but there was one particular one that really was like, okay, enough. I don't know how long ago, was it about 20 years ago? Yeah, about 20 years ago. And I hit 200 pounds and food was talking to me. I remember I was trying to put my kids to sleep and he had a hard time going to sleep. And all I wanted to, to do was go, go to sleep because I couldn't wait to shove my mouth full of oh, we had just gotten this rv and the guy that gave us the rv put all this candy in the freezer so i just like go to sleep i was so frustrated and i'm like oh my god i can't be present with my kid right. the food is calling me right. my body hurts i'm hating on myself and i thought i had a food problem which is where i started and that's when i found the work that i do now and realize it's not a food problem that was a symptom I had a low self-esteem problem. I was terrified of being myself. And that's what freed me up when I did the work. I love vulnerability. It, you know, it's the hiding that hurts us mm. when we hide our truth, when we hide our brilliance. Yep. And that's why when you say, and I, and I, I I'll toot my own horn here, the fact that you've been watching these videos and enjoying them, it's because I'm just being me. I am not hiding. The only thing I don't share is other people's stuff that's theirs. Otherwise, you could ask me anything. Okay. And that is so exciting and so freeing. So liberating. Yeah. When you yeah. don't feel like you, one, you can just be vulnerable. But two, don't have to feel like you need to live in someone else's movie. You can be the star of your own movie. 
Boom, baby. Exactly. Uh, yes. I and I, I I'm and at the present time I'm looking for my co-star. I just ended it with a partner and lovely partner, next level love, beautiful relationship in so many ways. And yet it's time to go to the next movie and I'm looking for my 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 next uh yeah, co-star. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Well, they'll be yeah. super fortunate. Soul purpose. Do you believe that's something that we search for or is that something that's already maybe lying dormant inside us? That's a really great question. Cause again, I think people really shame themselves for not knowing what their purpose is. Mm. I don't know what my purpose is. Help me find my purpose right. as if it's this thing to achieve. Mm. This is my perspective. My perspective is if we can love and love freely and, and be in alignment in integrity with what our values are, we are on purpose. To me, we come into these bodies to have this magical experience. A, this is my perspective. You know, we're spirits coming in to have a human experience. And I don't know, like, look, I could say my purpose is to help women find extraordinary love in the second half of their life. And every day I do that. So there's a part of my purpose of helping people open up and awaken and feel confident and strong. But at the end of the day, Every day, if I'm on purpose, it's I've enjoyed my day and I've loved deeply. Does so, that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is something that comes from within, right? This isn't something you need someone else's permission to have. That's our, that's the setup. That's yeah. the setup. You know, it's like we say in shadow work, the first 40 years, we're looking yeah. outside of ourselves to figure out who we are. Mm -hmm. It's like when we can really go inside and, you know, really tap into the truth, that spark inside of us, that spiritual spark, soul, whatever you want to call it. Sure. To me, that's what it's about. It's not from like, oh, how many hoops should I jump through? That's success. Oh, that person thinks I should be like this. How about we just show up and love wow. and connect and soul to soul, I mean, we know that the world would be a very different place if we were all coming from that soul purpose. Mm, yeah. I, you know, I talk about everyone has, you know, there's the blueprint. We all have our own blueprint to life. Everyone has their own playbook. And I talk, I talk about having your own soul print. I mean, no one can do it the way you do it. No one else yeah. can reach inside you and steal that from you. You have your own soul print ready to rock ready to punch the gas, ready to freaking get after it right now. We don't need anyone's permission. Super cool. I, I listen to you talk and you talk about empowerment quite a bit, transformational, abnormally awesome stuff all the time. So, you know, there's been lots of transition, a lot of people changing jobs, a lot of people stuck, a lot of friction going on and yeah. people are make, trying to make changes. But I saw a stat recently that 40% of all the people who have made transitions, made changes, switched jobs in the last 12 months, they're already pivoting and changing again. I mean, the real problem probably isn't the job. Yeah, correct. How, how do we help these people? How, what suggestions, what bits of advice from Moon Anator could we give these peeps to help them maybe find their sole purpose, maybe find a routine, maybe find a way to just feel good about ourselves? Yeah, that's a, such a huge question. And that would be like, you know, let's, let's do at least three segments on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my take on that is we need to unplug from the wiring. 
all the beliefs we've picked up along the way. So someone could say, but that, what does it have to do with me starting over? What does it have to do with me starting this job and moving to another job? It's because we are still jumping through societal hoops, all the things we've learned from our parents and our religion, and all of that's 90, 95% in the unconscious realm. Mm. And all of that is running our life ship. Mm. So we might look outside and go, oh, this isn't working, or this is why I've shifted. But at the end of the day, to answer your question, I think it's about slowing down and really going, who am I outside of other people's expectations? And what really makes me happy? And does this connect to what feels good? You know, there is that thing. What is it? Marie Kondo. Does, Does it bring me joy? And I say, if something is not bringing you closer to what you desire and it's bringing you further away, that's a wake up call. But if you don't really know what floats your boat, if you haven't really unplugged from all of the stuff that's been handed to you, all that wiring, it's confusing. And that's why we bounce around from relationship to relationship, finding ourselves repeating patterns with the same person over and over. To break those patterns and to stay the course, we need to really come home to our hearts and to get really clear about what matters most to us. Oh, you know what? I'm having a hard time even thinking straight here, Mooninator. You've got all this good Ooh, stuff going. Yeah. Moon, <laughs> moon power. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Are you sure you don't have a cape on back there for something? I feel like you're playing <laughs> with my da-da. mind here. You have That's mentioned right. you want to focus on having your feelings just be your feelings without overthinking. Man, that is so good. I loved it. And I got to thinking about, you know, you've got these people with high functioning anxiety where they're just massive overconsumptioners, massive overthinkers, probably a lot of them are perfectionists. How do you speak to someone in that realm who, you know, that's also what they feel makes them successful and how, you know, that's a whole different topic in itself too, because my scorecard looks a little bit different than that. But yeah, how do you speak to someone like that who has that high functioning anxiety that maybe is a perfectionist, all these things, how do they listen? How do they just have their feelings be their feelings without overthinking? Any suggestions there? Yeah. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is just being gentle with ourselves. You know, we are so hard on ourselves. And for someone who's a perfectionist, and I certainly am a recovering perfectionist, it's like where again, where did that come from? Why do I have why have I felt like I had to be so perfect to be loved, to be successful? So to have compassion and gentleness around mm. I'm struggling or I'm feeling anxiety, just to be able to go, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And to also have compassion for yourself in the sense that it's not a magic wand. You know, yes, we could have some huge breakthroughs, but when I work with people, we work over a handful of months because these are deep seated beliefs and wiring that we've carried for decades. So to be gentle with ourselves, because when we can be gentle with ourselves, then we can open to some new things with perfectionism working for us, anxiety working for us. It's true. There are things that actually work for us. And then there might be that risk manager part I was talking about before, which is like, ooh, well, what's at risk if I don't feel that anxiousness? My career might fall apart. That's working for me. And that's risk manager going, well, if I don't do that, everything's going to 
fall apart. Right. And then there's that sweet spot. And so that's the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. what's not working for you? Allow yourself to just go, yeah, this is hard. I'm feeling this. But here's the thing. Unless there's a gun pointed at your head, unless you have an animal that's attacking you, unless you just drink poison. I mean, like, unless you're in huge danger, feelings are just feelings and they can be powerful guides as to what's working and what's not. And the first step is to go, oh, I'm feeling some feelings. I'm not in danger. I don't like it. What might I do next about it? What's working for me with it? What's not working for me? And just that is the beginning of a big tweak, a big transformation. Oh, man, you are so good. I can just see you running a group cohort and people just be their eyeballs wanting to pop through the screen. Just listening to all the good <laughs> oh, stuff. Man, you cracked me up. <laughs> you cracked me I, up. <laughs> you've seen the movie Roger Rabbit? Yes. I feel like I'm the evil guy where my eyes are <laughs> wanting to pop out of my dome. Just listening to Junie Moon. Good stuff. Oh, so um, good. So good. Thank you, hon. Thank yeah. you. Making me feel real good. It's, really, yeah. it's nice to be seen. You know, I love myself. I honor myself. And there, there's that part, human part that's like, oh, wow, I'm really being seen right now um, for who I am and, and what mm. I bring to the table. And I own that. How many people can actually go, yeah, I really like myself. and I'm going to own some of my gifts. So Thank you for seeing me. It feels really good. Absolutely. When I roll out of bed each morning and my toes touch the floor, that's always one of my goals. I want to help reveal the awesomeness that's running in their veins. I want them to yeah. know that they do have the DNA of a winner, that, that they don't need someone else's permission for them to have an edge on anything. In fact, we need to give permission for anyone to have an edge on our life. Absolutely. And I just love that. I love that. I love what you're about. We're pretty close to done. And then I'm just like, I'm, I'm drop kicking Junie Moon out of here. Uh, so uh, <laughs> kicking me back to the, the other moon, right? Yeah, that's to right. The moon. <laughs> Over the moon. Over uh, the moon. <laughs> so I did want to ask you there's so many leaders that struggle to be slow to speak and quick to listen, if that makes sense. There's so many leaders that feel like they have to talk, that they have to insert themselves, that they have to be controlling. How do we teach? How do we convince a leader? And they wouldn't be, a lot of these people, they wouldn't be acting this way if they didn't care. So a lot of them feel, a lot of them care. They're not bad people, but they want to, they want to be kind of like, they, they lean towards becoming this animal that people frankly don't want to work for and don't want to be led by. How do we manage that? How do we kick their identity in a different direction? Any suggestions? Yeah. Again, it's, it's, that's a complicated question in, in, in a way that, you know, I can say the first thing, I think the most healing thing for anybody is just being present and conscious for someone as a leader. You know, it's not about what I say. I mean, I have great tools to help people have breakthroughs. But at the end of the day, some of the most healing transformation that people experience is me being able to just be present and hold the container for them, for them to share. But here's the thing, when you're talking about, yes, they want to help, they want to help, part of them does, of course. But then there's the shadowy stuff, the stuff we've been talking about, which is what's pushing them to have to get results. What might be in the background that's going, you know, you're not going to be successful unless you say think, something in a certain way and get that, get that result. Right. And so we, we need to, again, as leaders, continually do our own work. 
to be able to relax and know that we don't have to be in control. That's, you know, to be the vehicle. Every time I do my podcast, I'm like, let me be the vehicle. And whatever comes out through my mouth is exactly <laughs> what's supposed to come come through me. But if I'm like holding on tight, like, I've got to make this work. I've got to make this work. I've got to make an impact. Yes, part of me is wanting to serve for sure. But there's that other part that's going, oh, I want to look good. I want to make a difference in an egoic way. So to me, it's it's being conscious, present and doing our own work. So we don't have to be the star, star right. of your own life, but not if you're supporting somebody else. Oh, booyah. Hey, real quick, we are we are getting close. I wanted to give you an opportunity. You have a big event coming up. Uh, you also have an incredible podcast. Could you share with us a couple of the uh, things that you have going on that you have coming up, things that you're excited about for, for about a minute or so? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. So my podcast is Midlife Love Out Loud, and it's it's an audio podcast on Apple as and Spotify as well as YouTube. And that's primarily for single women, but there's so much content for men as well, specifically on how to have the second half of your life be extraordinary when it comes to love. So we have the most amazing experts, including you coming on mm -hmm. for all the pieces that we need to feel great in the second half of life and then call in our soulmate if we so choose to. So that's my podcast and I love it. And it's, it's just, I, yeah, I love, I love doing it. I, yeah. I, I just love doing it. Great, great guests I've had. Yeah. Uh, and then my event that's coming up is, uh, I do this twice a year. It's called a love-a-thon. It's called Magnetized Midlife Love. It's for single women over 40. And for seven days for about an hour, we jump on Zoom or Facebook, you know, wherever, wherever somebody is comfortable. And I'm teaching them the very tools I help my clients with on what is keeping you from feeling confident and radiant and open. We're going to look at what those blocks are that are keeping you stuck in these patterns. Basically, you're going to learn how to be your own soulmate mm. so that you really can have an extraordinary love life. And so that's coming up in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to be well, October seventeenth yep. is when yep. it's starting, yep. and there are replays, of course. But being there live, we have thousands of dollars worth of prizes. It's so much fun too. And the other thing is the sisterhood. The women really support each other and lift each other up. It's just such a sacred container. So confidence building, heart opening, lots of tools. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, girlfriend. Well, you've got 30 to 45 seconds. We've, uh, at the time of this recording, 65 different countries tuning in. You've got 30 to 45 seconds to speak to that audience. How can they begin creating the best version of themselves today? Choose a better path. <laughs> Choose something different. You do not have to accept the same thing every single moment. You have choice. You have choice. But you don't have choice if you don't ask the questions. You don't have choice if you don't stop and go into your stillness and go, am I loving my life? Is this how I want it to be? Is this the partnership? Is it at the level I want to be playing at? So to have an extraordinary life, slow down, take a breath and say, what might I want differently than what's in here? And then choose differently. 
hire a coach, read some good books. There's so many great resources. You do not have to be at the mercy of your circumstances. I promise you, you could have an extraordinary life no matter what's going on outside of you. Seriously, I've done it. I know you can do it too. Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> well done, sister. Well, hey, I appreciate you so much. You are an incredible source of good. Thank you for joining us with your busy schedule. I know you've got a lot rocking. Thank you so much. Oh my God, thank you. This was so much fun. And, and it's my favorite topic on the planet, which is having an extraordinary life. So thank you so much. You bet. Thank you so much. Make it a great day.